episode of Miss Motivation. Today I have with me my friend Amanda, who was my wedding videographer on my special day. And then she's also my photographer on my wedding anniversary. Um, when we get dressed up in our wedding attire, Amanda comes over and we have a lot of fun. And so she's a really great person. And I want everyone to get to know her and her story and how she came to find photography and how she is a woman who follows her passion and is very strong-minded and a true entrepreneur. So I look forward to hearing your story. Hi. So um, my journey as a photographer, I guess I kind of started like, remember those MySpace days? Like back in the day, I had this like little point-and-shoot Olympus camera. And even back then, like I'd be getting comments like, oh my God, what camera do you use? Like your pictures are so nice. I love them, this and that. So way later I ended up meeting Austin who is my now husband but obviously was my boyfriend and I realized all that stuff I thought I knew about photography I actually had no idea about photography I was just like just pointing and clicking I guess maybe I had the eye or something like that I kind of was like okay let him do his thing he's a photographer Austin but I noticed like so many people would reach out to him and say hey can you teach me this can you teach me that and here I had this guy who could teach me all of those things. So I was like, all right, let's see what this is all about. So Austin eventually started to teach me photography. And I was super lucky that he also was teaching me videography. So it's kind of rare to be a photographer and a videographer as well. Because you might be using the same tools, but they're completely different in how you know you get those images or those videos. So it's funny because I always say like in a relationship, your significant other can give you these gifts like anniversary gifts or like birthday gifts. And Austin had given me the gift of literally making money, you know, so I ended up getting jobs and, you know, going on shoots. And at first it was together with our wedding video company. But I remember a couple of years ago, Austin was saying that he said to his friend like, oh, Amanda's like getting jobs now. Like she's like actually shooting like on her own. Like that's crazy, you know. So it's been a really fun journey because I just there's almost no limit to what you can do when you have your own tools for success, which is kind of cool. So it's cool that you didn't really you were just into photography and he taught you what you needed to know in order to grow your business. And that's now something that you want to do full time. So tell us about what you do as your you know, full-time job right now and what you're working towards doing with your photography business. So right now I'm still full-time at a technology company. I actually teach photography within that company, but now I have the side hustle, which is like portrait photography, weddings, content creation. I'm a social media manager for a wine shop. So I have all this stuff going on, which I kind of find funny because, you know, I'm 28 years old and I feel like my generation like we're hustlers you know we just like kind of do everything we have all of the time we manage all of this time I guess it also has to do with being a New Yorker too it's like you're not really doing anything unless you're doing three things at once you know like you gotta kind of like be on the ball and it's funny because anyone who's like I would say 20 like in that age range like they think they have no time and they're working 20 hours a week and I'm like you have literally all the time in the world like what's going on so I try to like stay busy, stay hungry. I'm de I, I'm working seven days a week all the time, you know. I did go to school for a little bit, but I quit that because my 
student loans were kind of like piling up and I was like, okay, this is not working towards anything really. Like it's just kind of making me in debt, if anything. So I stopped that. And it's kind of funny because this is kind of a little bit off, but I remember when I was still living with my mother, she came into my room one day and she was like, you know what, Mandy, I'm glad you're a quitter. And I was like, what the hell? Like, I was just waking up for the day. I'm like, what is this? Why is she coming into my room telling me this stuff? But she had read this article on how people, they live these lives in a rut and they stay there. And they're so afraid to quit. And if there's any consistency in my life, it's that I've quit so many things. <laughs> like, I've quit bad relationships. I've quit schools. I've quit um, bad jobs. Or not even bad jobs, but you always have to go onward and and up. You just have to keep going. So you have to quit. And that's kind of like, I wouldn't even say the ugly side of success, but it's it's a necessary side. You can't just sit there. So if you're in your nine to, jo- nine to five job, then you kind of have to like break that cycle. That's the only way to push past it and go forward. So that's kind of where I'm at right now. I think every day I wake up like, okay, Am I going part-time today? Like, is this going to happen right now? And I think that I'm in a position where I can, but I still kind of want to just really set up the framework for it, for that transition. So what kind of advice would you give to people who are working their full-time job and also trying to make a full-time career out of their passion? Because you seem to be doing it now and with a healthy balance and not giving up and not getting discouraged that you haven't made that you know full leap yet so what advice could you give to someone else who kind of doing the same thing i say my advice to someone who wants to pursue their passion is you have to find the why behind what you're doing day to day so that nine to five maybe maybe it does suck or maybe it's good maybe it's okay but think of why you're there while you're clocking in i'm clocking in because i'm going to save up enough money that way i can be stable you want to have some money in the bank before you can really kind of, you know, spread your wings and fly away from it. So it's okay to have that nine to five. It's okay to do that as a start and to build that foundation, but don't get lost in it. You know, like always like come home, do what you got to do. If it means like sleepless nights, if it means staying up till 3 a.m., editing photos, editing video, like just do it because you don't really have, I don't want to say you don't have a long time to live. You do. But you don't if you're doing the same thing day to day. Are you really living if you're doing just the same boring stuff? So you have to kind of be excited about what you're doing. And my why is, okay, I'm going to be working eight hours today. But like at the end of this, like I'm also going to be, you know, posting on social media, all the content that I created over the weekend or, you know, after work and people are going to love it. And, you know, I'm going to be making money. And, you know, so there's really no limit. It's okay. You have your job, but like maybe your your first goal is like I'm going to double my income for this month. Like that's the why. You still have that foundation and you're going to just make it work, you know. Okay. <laughs> just hustle, you know. I I also believe like so much in manifestation and really believing. If if you want something, believe that you already have it. So speak to the universe. It sounds a little bit crazy, but I totally believe in it. And it's been working, I think. How did you learn stuff like that? So reading books, I feel like it's almost like a lost hobby, I guess, which is such a shame because I think it's so easy to put information out into this world. You can put something on an Insta story, you could put something on YouTube, and it takes two seconds. 
like it's super super fast but when someone has written a book this has gone through editors and revisions and everything like that it just I feel like it means more so I think that we should be reading um one of my favorite books is You're a Badass at Making Money by Jen Sincero she's amazing and it's it seems silly but it's it's actually has helped me make a lot more money sometimes we self-sabotage and you know we have imposter syndrome maybe where we're kind of like oh no I don't think I can really make this money and it's like you can't if you think that you can't you know so you have to put yourself in that mindset of like yes I could do this yes I'm worth this and I think it's also a connotation that people think if I like what I'm doing I probably shouldn't be getting paid for it which is crazy to me because I mean that I, I guess that's kind of what pe- talented people think like no, I was kind of born with this talent. I'm a singer, so I'm like, and eh, no, no one's going to pay to hear me sing. It's like, well, yeah, why not? Oh, I'm, I'm good at this, so no one's going to pay. Yeah, of course they will. You know, like, do you value it first? If you can't sell yourself, how could someone else buy into, like, who you are, what you do, your culture, your talent? But I, what I love about this podcast and what you're doing is that I think also the first step would be surrounding yourself with the type of people you want to be like. Like for me, so I actually don't have a lot of people who are entrepreneurs around me. Thankfully, my husband is. And I wake up every day and I'm like, yo, your goals, man, your goals. You know, he gets to sleep in bed whenever he wants. But I don't really, ha- like I have um, my best friend who's also my, my cousin. She is a teacher. So she works literally Monday through Friday. So I don't have a lot of like entrepreneurial friends. And I'm trying hard to do that. Because you have to kind of get on those vibes. Yeah. You have to be like, okay, these are the people, you know, because then you just start talking about business and like right. where you want to be and your goals. And it's just like, it's easier to shift into that. Mm-hmm. So that's why I love this podcast because it's what you want to do. And you've, I think, surrounded yourself with those people. And yeah. to me, I think that's like, a, that's a great strategy. Like, that's exactly what you want to do. That's so- number one. Someone said to me, they're like, oh, so is that what you want to do for the rest of your life? You just want to, like, interview people? And I was like, there's so much more beyond what I'm doing. You know, a lot of people are questioning how come I haven't done a Skype session with people. And I'm like, I like to be in front of people. Nothing on Skype. I think it's obviously really cool if I can't fly out to California or whatever it is that somewhere is. Obviously, I would go that route, but I like connecting with people in person, and it's not about me interviewing somebody. It's more about me putting myself in, in that arena is with the other people that I want to be like, you know, like I loved photography. I'm going to hang out with photographers. You know, I want to travel. I'm going to f- hang out with people who have figured out how to travel and do it cheap and do it for a job. And I think that that's what I'm creating for myself because like how you said, My dad was an entrepreneur, um, but he went to school for psychology and he's in construction. If he would do it all over again, I don't think that's necessarily his passion, though. You know what I mean? Even though he's entrepreneurial, he didn't follow something that he loved. And that's what I'm chasing with this podcast. It's like I want to point out to everybody out there that it is possible to love what you do. And when you love what you do... It doesn't really feel like work. I think I was at a party yesterday and they're like, well, what do you have to do tomorrow? And I'm like, oh, I have a couple of interviews tomorrow and then this and that. And they're like, oh, wow. Sounds like a long day. I'm like, that's not anything. Like, this is so much fun. Like, I get to hang out with people. I'm just having conversation. And then later I get to re-listen to it and take notes and really soak in what they've said to me and really learn from them. So it doesn't feel like it's work at all. And I feel like people don't understand that 
when you really like that thing, it doesn't feel like you're working. So they're like how you said earlier, like, I just don't want to work that hard. Mm-hmm. Well, it's, it's not, it doesn't really ever feel like work. Mm-hmm. Do you feel that same way? Yeah, it's, it's actually really funny because I think when it is the work that you want to be doing, you're so motivated by it. And it just like, it feeds your soul in a mm-hmm. weird way to the point where like, straight up bodily functions just stop like like you're like i'll be shooting a wedding and it's like oh i haven't peed in eight hours like just because like there's no time to pee so it just doesn't exist or like i'm not hungry because i physically can't be hungry but like what's crazy is that's not a bad thing i'm so involved in this and i love it so much and it's being able to be a creative person it's beautiful like when I'm done shooting, I'm like, oh, I cannot wait to get home and edit these. Like, do you ever like live your nine to five? And be like, I can't wait to get home and think about my nine to five. No, you don't do that. But, you know, when you're in this creative field, you want to take it home and you're so excited for that new life that you're giving it. And it's just like so awesome. I just love it. I love it so much. And I think for me, when it comes to photos, like my main goal is like, I want to take a photo of someone and have it be the best photo that they've ever had taken of themselves. I want them to look at it like free of Snapchat filters, free of Instagram filters and be like, damn, I look good. Yes, you do look good. And I want to show you how beautiful you are. And if I can do that and if I can make you feel awesome and empowered, then I've done my job and you've just made me happy by your happiness. So it really does just go full circle and it just feels so good to do that and I love that it's so funny because you know you're Mrs. Motivation and I think that some people are just natural motivators you know like even before you did this podcast or you want to motivate people and like that's how I am too I don't want to like it's not a matter of like making money it's just like I want people to see that they have it in them that like you got this you can do it you know and for some reason it just feels awesome to tell someone that And to be that person believing in them. I definitely agree with that a thousand percent. You know, I think I even posted the other day, like I'm Mrs. Motivation, but sometimes I miss my motivation. And even on those days when I'm down in the dumps or I'm not feeling well, like I'll still motivate other people. Like, no, you got this. You, me, I don't really have it (laughs) today. Not so much, but you got this. You can do this. I want, I think that that, it makes me feel good to see other people feeling yeah. good about themselves. And that's what I think I've always tried to do. I was doing it um, on social media well before I became Miss Motivation. I was, then I became a beach body coach and I really love seeing people transform in their health and fitness. And that was really cool. And, and now it's more of like a mental, emotional lifestyle game that I'm pitching because, you know, I, I do have these physical limitations and I can't coach people in that way. But I still don't want to stop being able to motivate and inspire. So I think that, you know, going this route has, has helped me also navigate myself creatively and get back more into thinking about what I used to like doing and getting more into speaking and and really just taking like new avenues. And my goal is always going to be to make people feel good about themselves and make people realize that, you know, you have this one life and you really have to make the best of it. And even though, you know, things are going to happen and sometimes more than one thing will happen, sometimes a shitstorm of things will happen. And, you know, you have to navigate through that and make the best of everything. 
Because if you can get on that wavelength and understand that these things are happening for a reason for something else to happen, to make way for something new. And I think that that's like a, be- a beautiful way to look at life. And more than likely how you came to meet Austin, how you came to like photography and start your business it's everything, you know, things happen and not always in the prettiest ways, but they turn out to be really great if you allow them to be and, and you stay focused, and, you know, and positive. I think that it's cool because motivation is such a selfless act. You know, it's not even about you. It's like it's about the other person and motivating them. And I was kind of how we were saying like it was a shitstorm where they can be shitstorms. It's interesting because like our mindset you know the expression, when it rains, it pours. Yeah. Our brain looks for a cohesiveness. And this is literally like the universe, like, oh, you got a shitty day. Okay, guess what? It's about to be even worse in here. Keep talking about it. So we have to change our mind. We have to say like, okay, that happened. You know, that sucked. But now going forward, it's not going to be this way. It's me better. So whenever, my advice also would be like, whenever something bad happens, like, okay, leave it there. Leave it in the past. No, look forward and say like, okay, no, this will get better. Right. It's going to change. It's kind of funny because you said that, um, you know, meeting Austin and this and that. Did I ever tell you my how me and Austin no. met? Because I kind of do, I always feel like this is, one, it's like my favorite story to tell. But also, I think it was kind of meant to be in a really cheesy way. So it was Valentine's Day weekend, like six years ago, I would say six and a half years ago and I threw this anti-Valentine's Day party because it was like one of those I had a Valentine's Day every every year since a Valentine every year since I was like five like no joke but this year I didn't really have anyone so I was like whatever it's gonna be an anti-Valentine's Day party I'm just gonna throw this party so I invited a bunch of people and one of my best friend's friend so he was an acquaintance of mine he he texted me he's like hey do you mind if I bring two people and I was like yeah sure no problem so th- I was already drunk by the time they actually showed up because it was so late. But Austin happened to be one of the friends that he had brought. So literally this guy's like on my doorstep, like, you know, delivered to me. But what's funny is that he had on this plaid shirt and I was like, I have that plaid shirt. And I was like, and he said, no, you don't because it was a men's shirt. I was like, no, I have it. I swear I live here. I can show you. So I grabbed the shirt. So the first day that we met, we have pictures of you know, in this plaid shirt together, like posing together. And he like put his plaid shirt over his, you know, just this whole entire thing. So that was our Valentine's Day party. But the crazy part about it is that all these photos got put on like Facebook. So someone that I was kind of talking to at the time (laughs) was like, hey, um, he saw the photos and he was like, that's Austin Paz. And I was like, yeah, how, how do you know? And he was like, he was at the party that I brought you to on New Year's. I was at some random house party. I didn't even know who anyone was except the person who brought me there um, on New Year's Eve. And there was like a group of people playing heads up. But like heads up when like it was still cards. It wasn't on your phone yet. So by that time, me and Austin were like Facebook friends. And I said, um, hey, like random, like, but what were you doing on New Year's Eve? He's like, I have no idea. I was at some random house party, he said. So we were back to back at this party we didn't meet because i left early i was like this is boring i'm leaving i left i went to like brooklyn instead and yeah so we didn't meet on new year's but then we met on 
that Valentine's Day weekend. And I always tell him, like, if I didn't meet him then, I probably would have met him for, like, St. Patrick's Day or something like that. Yeah. So I kind of feel like we were meant to be because it was like, Dina you know, were saying, like, okay, you missed each other on New Year's. It's okay. Here he is right on your doorstep, Manda. Like, please don't ignore this right now. Um, and, yeah, so we've been together ever since. Really and we cool. still have those plaid shirts. And when we got married, I was like, can you get ready in this plaid shirt? And I was like in tears <laughs> when I gave the photographer the plaid shirt. Like I got ready in my plaid shirt. So we got, we went to the courthouse when we got married. We wore the plaid shirt. Well, I wore the plaid shirt. I don't know if Austin did. So it was like a full circle. It was really sweet. And it's like my favorite story to tell ever. So I had asked Austin in his episode if, you know, being an Instagram husband and wife is everything that it's cracked up to be. And do you enjoy working together? So I'm going to ask you the same question. Is it all it's cracked up to be? Because it looks like a lot of fun. I would say it is. I, I think Austin and I are very blessed in the way of that we don't fight, really. It's We've been married a year and change now, and we haven't fought yet. And, you know, <laughs> Austin's always like, oh, there's still time. Don't worry. <laughs> But we kind of just get each other, which is nice. Um, but also we're very professional when we do work together. So we've been shooting together for five years because our cinema role is now five years old. Wow. Yeah, this is going to be our fifth year. And people don't actually know. So I'll like, um, I usually film the groom and he'll film the bride. And people don't know even when they see us together that we're actually together because like we're super professional and we're just very like all right we get the job done and this and that but it's really cool to like after the wedding just be like oh my god this was so fun and we just speak about (laughs) we just speak about these like random like things that happen you know throughout the day like it's so funny um you know like at the end of a this is one story at the end of a DJ set at the wedding, like everyone always wants another song, right? Everyone's like, oh, another song, Ooh, like play another song. So we were filming this wedding where the groom was from London. So like a lot of his family and friends, they flew in from London and they were having this party. So at the end of the reception, the DJ is like, okay, this is the last song, he plays it. And then the whole crowd goes, one more tune one more tune and it wasn't like one more song because everyone was british (laughs) so like literally after every wedding now we're like one more tune one more tune and it was just like those like little moments that are like oh like we just kind of witness this and it's so fun to be filming weddings and you know even sometimes i'll take you know photos at weddings because how often can you say your job is literally being surrounded by people who are in love in a room like I get to like feel that love With every week yeah and it's just like you know like funerals are very sad like weddings are the opposite like yeah. it's just being happy and like literally getting paid to capture people's happiness like how lucky am I to be able to do that so it's definitely it's it's awesome I love it I wouldn't trade it for the world unless I can maybe do like international weddings which we just booked our first international wedding this coming november so i'm really excited about that Where? in mexico that's exciting yeah so i'm so excited so we get to bring this into international waters congratulations yeah thank you <laughs> what are some future things that you hope to work on with austin or just personally by yourself let's see so we austin and i have our own travel website it's the travelrats.com. we're also on instagram with that um we kind of just want to 
keep tying all of the stuff together. So photo, video, weddings, travel. So ideally, we would be, okay, I'm going to manifest this right now. We're going to book more international weddings and we're going to tie everything in. So we're going to be, you know, hopefully... No, okay, I have to manifest. <laughs> yeah, so manifesting is like you're speaking it into existence. So it's going to happen. So where should we... We are going to shoot a wedding in Ireland. There you go. In the future. And we're going to just keep on getting those international weddings and just kind of portraying everyone's like happily ever after. You know, I think that's that, that's definitely the dream. Obviously, my dream is going to be like, you know, not working any nine to five or any like full-time job and just kind of being my own boss so that's going to happen shortly i'm gonna manifest it it's gonna happen i'm I'm almost there which is nice i'm just like i'm a chicken you know like obviously it's best to kind of like push yourself on a limb when when you are younger the younger the better because you're you know mooching off of your parents i don't want to mooch off of austin too much so <laughs> so i'm gonna give him some time and ideally what i would like to do or so I'm a social media manager for Wine Shop. So I, I'm going to try to do more content creation for small businesses because the technology company they do work at right now, it's huge, you know, if not the biggest ever. So I always feel like I have to give back to small businesses. So helping them out with content creation and, you know, giving them photo and video, that's going to be awesome. That kind of like represents their brand. That's what I like doing, helping people tell their story. And you've always been able to help me do that. And my, some of my family, Andrea and Jocelyn, did a pride photo shoot with Amanda last year, and it was fantastic. And it's something that she gives away to pride couples mm -hmm. for the month of pride in June, which is fantastic. And just to keep that going, because I, I was like, you know what, let's just keep it kind of like all in the family, so to speak. So I picked Jocelyn and Andrea because of your suggestion. And this year I picked their suggestion. And I think next year I'll I'll pick, you know, this couple yeah. that I chose this year, their suggestion, you know, just so it's one big thing. I think it's yeah. nice. I think it's always important to help where you can and kind of like be selfless where you can and motivate people and to just show people that the world is so much bigger outside of yourself. Mm -hmm. So it's OK to give a little. Well, they say in order to get, you have to give, right? And you have to keep giving in order to essentially feel that success that people chase all the time. It's really not about money or whatever it is. I think true happiness comes from being able to give back. And, mm -hmm. you know, in your way, it's motivating people and inspiring people through your photography and your video work. And, you know, I think that it's different for each individual. And as long as everybody f stays focused on being able to do that for one another, I think the world would be a lot better off, you know. It's been a pleasure talking to you today. I'm excited. I'm looking forward. I will be seeing Amanda again and hopefully having her on. Um, I'm going to do my wedding anniversary photo shoot. My husband and I, if you want to book an international wedding, we're going to get remarried in Fiji in two years. Oh, my God. So you're more than welcome yeah. to just I come into my... Uh... <laughs> you get remarried every year somewhere I want to. Yeah. I asked him to do that with me this year, and he's like, you're so extra. <laughs> I don't know. I feel like there's something um, renewing about putting on my dress every year and yeah. I don't know, getting that look in his eye and oh, getting that feeling yeah. in my stomach like, oh my God, you know, it's just something about your wedding day yeah. and it is really cool that you guys get to be a part of that and 
a part of mine. So you'll always be a part of my life and a part of my story and my heart. And I'm just so grateful that you guys were able to come today and share with me and, and that we'll have this lasting, you know, relationship. But I hope that you guys come on again on the podcast. I would love to sit with you. I know we read a lot of the same books. We follow a lot of the same people. You're, you know, super motivational. And uh, just thank you. So where can everybody find you at and find all your work? So you can find me on Instagram, A underscore lethal. L-E-E-T-H-A-L. And alethal.com is where... You know, I post my photography video, but also my blog, which is like all about wellness and um, motivational stuff. So hopefully I'll be seeing everyone soon. I want to see everyone's face. (laughs) Yeah, feel free to reach out to them for anyone that you know that's getting married. They have a great wedding cinema company. If you need portraits, if you want to get in a helicopter, reach out to her husband, Austin. Um, they are such an adventurous couple and someone that I definitely look up to. So thank you again and we'll talk again soon. Peace out. Bye.